most of the time up on a podcast. You must be over 18 to listen to this podcast and in some places older. It is your responsibility to check. This is the personal view of a gay bondage plan and nothing is presented as an authoritative view. Always play safely. The use of the word boy on this podcast should be taken to mean a submissive male over the age of consent who identifies as a self or a slave, not as someone underage. Many thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. Hello guys, welcome again to Time Up the Podcast. This month we're going to go on to letter D. D is for duct tape. Well, we're going to cover all forms of tape. Um, not an awful lot you can actually talk about them. Uh, I think everyone knows what we're talking about. Duct tape itself, relatively cheap, four or five pound a reel in somewhere like B&Q. You can pay a lot more for elephant tape. Um... Some of these gorilla tapes, things like that. I've got to be honest, I don't like them. I think they're actually quite unfriendly to use. Uh, they seem to be a bit thicker and uh, don't work for me. I quite like the old-fashioned tapes myself. Um, the thin and cheap ones, <laughs> you're going to throw it away. It's not going to do a real job, is it? So they seem to be pretty adequate for most of what we need to do. Um, I'm not going to go into full mummification because that's got a subject all of its own. But, you know, you don't have to go that far. Um, if you've been into bondage for any period of time, I should imagine the chances of you having facial hair are going to be limited, especially if you've ever been duct taped. Gags are uh, fairly effective, but, yeah, you certainly know if you've not had a shave. Um... So, yeah, the ways we can use duct tape, obviously, the gag is the main one. I think everybody who's been on this scene for any period of time would have come across a duct tape gag. Um, We've all seen it on TV. A strip of duct tape across the mouth. You can see it's peeling off. I think half the acting skill is to carry on as though it actually does anything. Uh, it's so symbolic, it's it's ludicrous. It's, yeah... Any period of time, it's falling off. Um, some people use like three strips, one across the mouth, one above, below the nose, and one towards the chin. A little bit more effective, but it's still not going to stay. If you want a gag to stay on, you realistically got to go right round the head. Um, I find that's probably the best way. Three times round, as I say, once across the mouth, once just under the nose, and once near the chin. And then if you fancy, you can always do a chin strap. That works quite well. I find that's quite nice. 
Um, the, the things in the mouth. You've got to be careful here. The last thing you want is a sub swallowing it. Uh, if they're lying down on their back, I would suggest it's probably a bit of a no-no. Uh, tie a bandana gag into their mouth and then tape it in. Yeah, that's probably safe enough. Um, with bandanas, what I tend to do is tie at least one knot, preferably two or three, and then use that as the gag with the knot in the mouth, and then you can tape over it. Uh, that should be fairly safe. If they're sitting up, you've got or standing up, you've got more options because it's slightly less likely they're going to be able to do that. Of course, before you do any sort of gagging on any level, talk to the person, find out if they're comfortable. If they've got a bit of a cold, don't do it. You know, if they're inexperienced, be ready to take it off quickly if they want to try it. But try not to scare the head out of some poor newbie that thinks it's a whole new idea but never tried even a bit of tape across their mouth. Yeah, that's where you sort of like, let's try the basics and then build up. Um, I have seen it done with like a softball in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Again, that does, uh, someone needs to be a bit experienced in that. I really won't want someone choking on a blooming ball in their mouth or anything like that. Uh, socks. Socks you can do, again, you know, there's nothing, I think I've said this on a previous podcast, you know, use a, a football sock, um, get a pair of sports socks, roll it up, tie a knot in a football sock, just over halfway down, stuff the sports socks in, and tie another knot the other side, that makes a good gag, and that's cheap, everyone, everyone, <laughs> most people have got that sort of stuff around, and if you haven't, uh, with shops like Decathlon and Sports Direct, a pair of football socks is not the most expensive thing in the world. Um, and then you can put tape over that. And depending on how experienced the guy is, will depend on how tight you can do that. Um, so with duct tape, I immediately go to gags. That, to me, is the number one gag. Uh, I've got quite a nice leather harness, if anyone's ever um, played with me. Oh, no, I've got a, a really, really nice locking leather head harness. Um, it's got a padded muzzle. And if you put a tape gag under that, and that doesn't need to go around the head because the muzzle will push that on and hold it in place for most people. Um, that's quite horny. So, yeah, I think the duct tape one's going to go down the gag line quite heavily here. Uh, using duct tape elsewhere. Well, we've I've talked about this before, I know. The glue is a liquid. It may not be flowing fast, but it is flowing. If you put a reel of duct tape down on a nice surface, it will stick to it. If you put duct tape down on itself, it will stick to it, just on the side of the reel. So bearing in mind this is liquid, if you're then going to use duct tape for any other form of bondage beyond the gag, it's going to leave blue. So if someone's wearing their best suit, they really are not going to like you if you stick duct tape over it. Uh, I've got a few uniforms here that I've never managed to get the glue off. Um, probably more it was so long ago it's my inexperience that I didn't chuck them at the time um, I'm not even sure where they are now. they're probably in the loft but the, the, the glue on duct tape the main thing here is it will come off um, so if you want to do duct tape bondage do it straight on the skin they won't love you but it will wash off that easy enough eventually seriously 
think about what you're doing. Uh, the best option is old clothes or disposable clothes, like a paper overall, something like that. Um, I have done duct tape bondage uh, direct against the skin to a couple of lads. And oh, did they curse when it came off? <laughs> oh, well, get your fun where you can, didn't you? Um, but yeah, they, it can be done. You can put it around wrists, bodies, uh, legs, ankles, things like that. Um, one of the big appeals of this, especially if someone's wearing older clothing that they don't mind getting mucky, it will look real, in my parlance anyway. Uh, having a pair of handcuffs and leather restraints and all this sort of stuff, it's, it's great fun, don't get me wrong. But if you want to get some pictures, or if you just want to play a scene, not necessarily just get pictures, and actually be able to role-play a, a kidnapping or a hold-up or something like that, you're not going to have all the kit. Well, they just wouldn't turn up with all the kit, would they? You know, if you're being burgled, the burglar's going to turn up with perhaps a reel of tape. So it, it gives it added realism, if you like. Uh, that you, you look around and think of things you can use that are generally available that someone breaking in and overpowering you would probably use. You know, uh, again, I sound the warning. Because what's immediately front of mind is pillowcases. You put a pillowcase over the head. Don't duct tape it on around the neck. And if you're going to do it, do it very gently. You don't want to pull tight. Because even at first, it might be quite, the guy might be okay with it. It could quite easily go wrong very quickly. So, yeah. Don't do, don't do tight wraps around the neck. Nothing ever gets tied around the neck as far as I'm concerned. Um... If someone, even if you've got a collar on, I always make sure they're loose and that there's no pressure at the front of the neck. Remember, that's the windpipe. That's the important bit. Uh, you can damage the back of the neck, of course, but what we do, you're going to have to be a, a little bit too violent to get to break a neck that way. We don't want to go there, but the windpipe is the soft area. Consider that. And generally, most people do appreciate the ability to be able to breathe fairly easily through their neck. Um, sorry, earning again here. And also, this is a little bit late. I've concentrated to the subject here and now done me waffle, but I'll come on to the waffle in a minute. So back to duct tape. Uses of duct tape. Uh, good one, just duct taping fingers together. Again, you, they might not appreciate it afterwards. But yeah, duct tape across the hands, that sort of really will immobilise them. And you'd be surprised without your fingers, there's not a lot you're going to be able to do. Um, blindfolds, not so much. Not so keen on duct tape across the eyes. Uh, the eyes are a very fragile organ. Uh, what I have seen done uh, in one of the porn videos, well, not necessarily porn, amateur videos on... X-Tube, Pornhub, or one of the other ones that I watch too often. Um, someone's used a bit of duct tape as a blindfold, but what they've done is they've stuck a bit of duct tape over the... Mm, let me how to explain this. They've pulled off a strip of duct tape and laid it down. Then they've got another strip of duct tape the size of the, what's going to go over the eyes and put it glue to glue on the first strip. So when they put it across the eyes you get the shiny duct tape and not the glue. Does that make sense? I think it does. 
I think you'll grab, get what I'm doing. Basically, you're using duct tape to block the glue side off so that there's no glue on the eyes. That's a clever idea. That will work. And protects the eyes, of course. And the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to pull the eyebrows off. Um, the big rule when you're playing with duct tape is have a pair of safety scissors available. Uh, go online, look for bondage scissors, look for bandage scissors. Either works. Um, I've got a pair of bandage scissors and I've got several pairs of bondage scissors now. The bondage shears are, they've got the flat bit at the bottom, um, the leading edge, rather than a sharp point that you get on ordinary scissors. Do not use ordinary scissors. Never ever use ordinary scissors. Please go and buy proper ones. It's a worthwhile investment. So, yes, bondage shears, they look very flimsy, but they'll cut through most things. And the leading edge at the bottom is flat. Bandage scissors, the same. Um, obviously, they're more medical supply, but they will cut tape. And you can slide them up between the skin and the tape, and it will do a lot less damage. Please don't think they are completely safe. You've still got to be careful. People still are not going to appreciate you ramming a pair of scissors up the side of their face. So just be very, very careful. Golden rule is try and put your fingers up first and guide the scissors up between your fingers. That way you're pretty safe. Um, then it comes down to just how much of a sadist you are, whether you let the guy take the tape off themselves or whether you enjoy the experience yourself. Um, but be prepared to be called a few rude names if you choose to go down that path. Um, let me think now, what else can we do with duct tape? As I say, we can use it as a, instead of rope. It does look very real. Someone tied up with duct tape does look like they've been grabbed and overpowered sort of thing. It's, it's uh, not like a kink scene. It's more of a, a role play real scene. Uh, and quite a lot of us will find that extremely holy. Um, I've mentioned briefly the types of duct tape, and I don't like Gorilla Elephant tape. I find them, uh, they're a bit too thick and a bit too much to work with. But what I have found is some PVC tape. Now, this comes in all different sorts of things. You'll find you can get PVC tape that are like hazard tapes. Uh, yes, some of it comes in just plastic and it's not adhesive, but you can get some that's used like floor markings. Um, I've actually been wrapped in that stuff. That's very different. Um, there's some, it's called bonding tape. You can also get it as agricultural tape or silage tape. And I find that makes a good gag. That sticks a lot better than duct tape. And it's nice and stretchy as well. The big thing with PVC tape is that it is stretchy, so you do have to make a bit of an allowance. If you're going to wrap someone round with it, round their body, or anything like that, if you give it a nice tight pull, you can half hurt them <laughs> as you're putting it on. You know, if you get duct tape, you usually pull against the reel and wrap it round them. That's not a problem. You can't do that with PVC tape because it would literally go on so tight because it would shrink a bit. Um, so be a bit careful with that stuff. Experiment with it, play with it, it's good fun. Um, you can get it fairly easy, usual sources, eBay, Amazon, <laughs> yeah, online places like that. Uh, and it can be quite fun. 
you can have a lot of fun with that sort of stuff. And it's a different experience as well. Uh, it's also usually a lot wider. It's about a double width of uh, duct tape. Although Screwfix will sell you the extra wide duct tape as well, and probably other places. So, yeah, that's duct tape is something always handy to have in stock. It can be used for a multitude of sins. As I say, we're going to come back to duct tape when we do mummification. Although, of course, it's not the only substance you would use for that. Um, uses for duct tape and that. I mean, <laughs> it, it's a very good uh, way of sticking things, stopping them moving. Uh, fingers, as I say, a good way to get the fingers all duct taped up. They're not going to be able to fiddle with the ends of the rope. Um, if you don't want to use lots and lots of duct tape. Uh, buying it, depending on what you want to do, it depends how much you want to pay. If you buy duct tape brand, it's going to be a lot stronger than BQ brand or LD Little brand or anything like that. Uh, but it doesn't mean those are no good. It's uh, it, it's all about what you're comfortable with doing and, that, and how much you want to use. Um, uh, what else can I tell you about duct tape? Other than the fact that I get through too much of it and I've got far too much of it. <laughs> um, you go to some places, it's amazing, you get to craft shops. Uh, in the UK, we've got Hobby Craft. They sell a lot of duct tape for artwork. It's the same size as uh, duct tape width-wise, but it's only about a tenth of the length. But I've had duct tape that's got gold glitter, um, silver glitter, uh, red glitter, I think it was. Uh, duct tape covered in paw prints. Duct tape done like uh, uh, metal grid stuff. Uh, oh, what they call it? Um, like the metal sheets you'd put down with the anti-slip bits in it. Uh, whatever that's called. Brain's not working on that one today. Uh, but there is a wide range of patterns and things like that. Um, we have uh, another shop over here that's now called Flying Tiger of Copenhagen. And they occasionally sell tape with stop on it. Uh, things like that. There's uh, another tape you can buy with Fragile on it. Uh, you shop around, you can buy tape with quite lots of strange words and things on it. And that can be quite fun as well. Uh, so stop on a gag is usually quite a good one. I quite like doing that. I think you can get radioactive pattern tape and, you know, you, you're not limited to just black and silver these days. There's all colours uh, and there's more and more of this stuff around. And it's quite a, it gives you quite a few options. So that's basically where I want to go with duct tape. Uh, tends to be my favourite gag of choice. Uh, it's... Uh, I'm thinking all the different gags I've got. And yeah, I think duct tape is probably the, the most comfortable. Don't use duct tape gags. Don't use any gag overnight, really. I think leaving someone gagged overnight is very safe. Um, personal opinion. Uh, you'll find there are some hardcore players out there that can take whatever you throw at them. Um, but just don't assume everyone else can. Uh, 
be aware that the idea of anything like this is always very horny. The reality it can be quite different. Yeah, you, know, you you do need to be uh, a little bit wary of where you're going with any of this. Um, so yeah, I think that's covered duct tape. Uh, I may come back to this in a moment. Um, other things to discuss at the moment is uh, if you're on Facebook, don't forget there is a private group for the Time Up followers uh, where I post pictures and bits and pieces of what I'm up to. Don't post them on my public wall because uh, I just don't want to. Basically, <laughs> keep it for people that actually want to see the stuff and, and all that, not for public display. Uh, so if you want to see what's on my wall, my group, then find me on Facebook as Dave T-E-U. T-E-U, obviously short for timer. And send me a friend's request and a message asking to join my group. And I'll add you into the group. And then if you are a little uncomfortable about being friends with me on Facebook, you can then delete me as a friend. But you'll still see everything I post because it goes into this time-up group. The one news article gone round at the moment is the World Health Organisation has taken BDSM and fetishism off of the sick list. It's no longer, as far as they're concerned, a mental health issue. Which is good news. Now, uh, it is something that's been used in years past to deprive people of family and everything, job and that, because they've said it was a little bit of a mental illness. Um, I'm just going through the Facebook page now because it's acting as a reminder of things that are going on. Uh, what have we got? Oh, 14th of July... Um, Bound Picks, who do the photographs for the Fetish Bound, which I'll talk about later, obviously, uh, are holding a bondage workshop with Dart and Bart from America. If you go to Bound Picks Co. UK forward slash workshop, you can find tickets and details there. £16 a ticket, but believe you me, very, very well worth it. Unfortunately, I can't get to it this year because I'm working until it starts as I finish work and I'm 50 miles away. So I can't make it this year, which is a, a huge disappointment, but there you go. But if you're in London, because, of course, it's London Fetish Week as well, um, that's a good way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Um, last weekend, we went to our first Pride of the year, which was our local Pride, Essex Pride. Not one we really thought of doing before. We haven't been going for a few years now. Um, but we thought, uh, we'll kit up and go along and see how many people we can freak out. <laughs> no one, as it turns out. But, yeah, as as I've mentioned before, I've been losing weight. I've now lost 17 kilos. I'm about four kilos over 100. 104 kilos, in other words. Um, or... For those of us that are old school, I'm now just over 16 stone, 16 stone 4 ounces, and I've lost 2 stone 9.5 pound, which is phenomenal. You know, that's 17 kilos, 17 bags of sugar. Can you imagine I was carrying that around? And I, I'm not there yet, I'm still a bit podgy in the wrong places, 
but I can get back into my levers. So we went in lever. It was, yeah, it was interesting. Lots and lots and lots of pictures. Uh, and it's actually a very good little pride. For a little local pride, it was, uh, yeah, it took me by surprise. I, I was quite amazed at it. Very well organised, although I'd like to more entrances to the where, uh, more size to the entrance, as we went the wrong way around the whole thing. <laughs> That's down to me being an idiot. Um, there is, uh, if you're on Facebook, you would have seen back in the uh, beginning of June uh, a really good article that I thought was very, very good about uh, being dry. Um, they have a Facebook group. Um, oh dear. Sorry, not very organised here. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Oh. Um, yes. Recon has been pushing out quite a lot of interesting stuff at the moment. And of course they are gearing up to their fetish week. Anyway, there is, yeah, there is. There is a group on Facebook called Real Clear Fetish! Exclamation mark. Um, it, the aim is to basically drive alcohol out of play. All right, I can imagine some of you are like, ah. But what they're talking about is it, it's not safe. And I've said this before. If someone's had so much alcohol, I wouldn't let them drive a car. I'm sure as hell not going to play bondage games with them. Um, and I think it's a good message. I think more people do need to be involved with that. Uh, a drink to relax, yeah, everyone can understand that. But getting drunk is not really compatible with our scene. Certainly, I know at Fetish Bounds, we sell more, or they, the venue, sell more soft drinks than they do alcohol. It's a big night for soft drinks, which they don't mind because they make more money on that. Um, but it is worth tracking down the real clear Fetish group and having a look at that. Uh, and July is coming up, which will be London Pride. Uh, London Pride, I believe, is about the 7th of July. And we will be walking with the uh, Puppy Pride group again. As well, Every time we've done it, we do it with them. They've been doing it for eight years, uh, which is quite impressive for the pup scene, to have something going quite that long, uh, especially in London Pride. It's not the easiest of things to organise. As you can imagine, being in London and being a gay event, the organisers have got enough headaches without worrying about a load of guys running around going yap all the time. So to 
coordinate all this, the Puppy Pride Pit, to coordinate this with the Pride organisers and that and get it going uh, eight years ago is quite impressive. So if you're in London for then, go and have a look at uh, the Puppy Pride events. It's puppypride.social is their website. And I'm sure you can link through to the Pups at Pride walking group. And you can get tickets to walk with them. If you're walking with one of the other groups in London Pride, still go and have a look because they're organising a really impressive pre and post event where you can go along in the morning and they've got a buffet breakfast, I think it is, and changing rooms and all that. And then somewhere, yeah, it's fairly close to the Pride place, uh, Pride route. Uh, You can leave all your clothes there safely for the day if you're going to change in that. You can leave all your kit there. Go off and do the parade, come back afterwards, and there's going to be more food in the evening, and it's going to go on till late. So that's quite a good deal. Oh, and if you post, if you use the code FETISHBOUND, you get a fiver off of it as well. Walking in Pride, if you want to do that, is free. There's no charge to walk in Pride, whether the pups or with any of the other groups, I believe. Um... To do this, obviously, that's going to cost more money. So if you want to have a, if you want to have something, make a day of it, that's pretty good way of doing it. Um, I'm just flipping through my group here to see what there is to tell you. Yeah, we spent late May bank holiday in Cambridge. There are some impressive pictures there. One guy I had uh, hogtied in cycling kit one day, uh, just generally tied up another day. And I managed to get me in a schoolboy uniform on one day as well. And there's some nice ones. He bought a really nice leather jacket, straight jacket, and bombed shorts and all that. And we had him all strapped up in that. That was really good as well. Um, so yeah, there's a lot more on the the Tire Mutt Pack group on Facebook. So feel free to send me a friend's request and, and get in on that. Fetish Bound June one was uh, manic. <laughs> Don't know where everyone come from again, but it went well. Uh, we did a little demo on uh, a basic bondage, which seemed to help break the ice and get people playing and that. So. That's something we will repeat again. Uh, also good for us because it was the first time we had the guys in their kit for Folsom. Yes, this September we're off to Berlin to Folsom. And we have a family uniform for the Time Up boys and pups. And I have to say, I was impressed. Um, most of it's come from Invincible Rubber in Nottingham. They've done a marvellous job with the guy's shorts and shirts and restraints and collars and bits and pieces like that. The pups we've got there wet, wet hot rubber hoods. Uh, I like the wet hot rubber hoods. Uh, I think of all the hoods I've ever seen, I think they're the most impressive, certainly for bondage, because they lock on, they can have a gag and they can have a blindfold. Now, all right, we might not use them that much. I'm certainly not going to expect the pups to wear it in all day, despite the fact it'd probably be a good idea. But I think as a, as a bondage item, they are spectacular. 
Um, as a general wear, I think I like the Mr. S ones, the neoprene ones, which seem to be a lot more practical for general wear. Um, might buy, I said I'd buy my pup one so that it matches up with uh, smudge. You know, the two pups, in case you don't know, the two pups that are uh, most often with us, pup is my pup is Lorcan and Smudge, who is the puppy pride pup. Um, but he's with us quite a lot, and he's a really nice guy. Surprised him at the last Feshbound with a birthday cake, as he just turned 30. And I also have another lad who also does pup called Excite. So, yes, we have far too many pups around at any given time. We'll come on to pup play again at some point, and it'll probably be, instead of here on my own like this, I'll probably do pup play with them all around, because that would make a little bit more sense, I think. Um, but yeah, fish brown went really, really well. I'm really pleased with that. We're heading towards our ninth anniversary. And that'll be the November one. Between then and there, we've got Folsom coming up. Uh, we've got Brighton Pride coming up. I'm looking forward to that. If anyone's around in Brighton for Pride weekend or the week before it and wants to play, I may have one or two items with me for the week. We may have our mobile playroom out about. October, we're heading up to the northwest again. Go and visit Max Bound. Um, they seem to be plodding along well as well. And of course, we've got Scott Bound up in Glasgow now. Um, not heard much from them. Well, I'll have to give them a kick, find out what's going on. And at some point, as you know, it's difficult for me to travel. But at some point, I will get up there. Uh, it's got to be done. So I think uh, that's probably my roundup for this one. That's me covering the letter D for duct tape. And uh, yeah, we have a bit more shopping to do this for going to um, Berlin, but we'll sort that out. Uh, I think I generally about it. Uh, August bank holiday, we're going to be back in Cambridge. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So next month we're on to E. E is for electro. So that's getting to be quite a bit of a favourite subject of mine at the moment. I, I, originally I wouldn't fancy electro at all. And over the last couple of years I've got more and more into electro. And I have to admit, I do enjoy, uh, I have a rubber sleep sack, which I now fit into again. Way! And I do enjoy having a plug-in with Electro on, and let somebody else play with that for a while, while I have some downtime strapped up in my rubber sleep sack. Um, pictures of that are on my time-up group as well. So, yeah, I think that's all I need to waffle on about this time, guys. Thank you very much for listening and sticking with us. Sorry that this month we're a little bit late. It just hasn't worked out right. I ended up just doing it here on my own. I'm hoping this comes out all right. I'm recording this a rather strange way this time. Um, 
If you want to email me, it's daveteu, as one word, at btinternet.com. I tend to overemphasize things because I know sometimes we have listeners in America and that doesn't mean a lot to them. So I do apologize. But yeah. Uh, Other than that, I think that's all I'm going to say. So thank you very much for tuning in again this month. Could get a bit madder next month if we've got more people around. Other than that, enjoy yourselves, play safe, and I will speak to you all again very, very soon. Goodbye, guys.